0: Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today.
1: Morning. can I have everybody stand up in here for just a minute if you can stand up I want everybody to stretch their hands way up in the air who's tired this morning who's feeling really tired keep your hands up if you're really tired because you're about to get something thrown at you that you're going to need five minute energies who wants one? Who wants to stay awake for the Lord? All right. My guy that I that really touched me the most was Brad Cooper. He was our youth pastor. Y'all can have a seat, I'm sorry. Um, he was the youth pastor at New Spring Church, but Brad will tell you he's not the youth pastor at Youth Spring Church. Perry Noble is the lead pastor. He was just asked to steward the ministry. Brad believes one of the reasons kids develop so fast is because they ask questions. And if you think about it, why, why, why? That's all you hear when kids are little. But how do they learn? from asking questions. Um, and they aren't insecure with asking those questions. Jesus led with some incredible questions. You can be a critical thinker or a critical. you can have a critical spirit. Critical thinkers need to come forward. Critical spirits need to be rooted out. Here are some of Brad's what he called 360 questions, just all-around questions that you would ask, that you could come ask me. Or I could ask you. um, Examples of 360 questions are Are there any areas of my life that you would like to speak into? What would you like to say to me? Another 360 question is Would you attempt, what would you attempt for God if you knew that you could not fail? What would you do for Him? Remember, the greatest leaders of tomorrow are the greatest question askers of today.
0: Since she used three minutes, that means I get to use nine now because she left two over. No, I'm kidding. Hey, um, there was the lineups in this weekend was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, it's very seldom that you get an opportunity even to go sit under someone like Perry Noble, um, but when you get to sit under Perry Noble and Mark Driscoll and Stephen Furtick, and Dave Ramsey and Lisa Turkest and Brad Cooper. It is absolutely so much information at one time, you really don't know what to do with it. Um, I was fortunate enough that, that Dennis chose me and asked me to speak about Furtick, which is not tough because I just love the man. I think he's incredible um, in what he does. But probably, honestly, if, if, you know, and he said, you know, pick up the highlights that that was the best thing for you this weekend. Of all the speakers that were there, it really wasn't that. It was, um, it was the church that we were in. And uh, to be in a ministry and see, you know, to, be, to get to be behind the scenes and see really what goes on. I mean, we're wearing these shirts today. There was, th- when I tell you thousands of these shirts, there was probably 1,500, 1,700 of these shirts walking around in that church. And there was never a click. There was never a group that stood beside and let you walk by. I didn't touch a door handle. I didn't touch, you know, I, they just served. And, I, and we talk about leadership and what you do as a leader. Well, what you do as a leader is you serve. And, and I'm kind of okay with the fact that we don't have any visitors this morning because it's our job to, to serve this community from this house the difference that those people made in me watching them serve the way they did and speak to us and just you didn't get to walk by, you didn't walk by somebody in a green shirt that didn't say something to you and didn't speak to you, didn't acknowledge you didn't smile at you, something and they were, and it wasn't just why we were there because the whole place cleared out and we were still there and we would run into them uh, they would walk by us because they were doing their thing, and we were getting a little tour. and And they'd stop and they'd say, "Hey, how was your day? How was how was today? Did you enjoy this?" They didn't have to. It's ingrained in them. It's the culture that they have provided at that church, and that's the culture that we need to provide here, so that it's different than every other place that that anybody else is going to attend. Not that we're better than, but we want to change a culture in this community to show that leading is loving, and loving is serving, and and leadership's got nothing to do with it take the title and flush it I don't want anybody to ever call me a leader ever again after this weekend because it's not our job to lead but to serve um, and I thank you that you've given me an opportunity to serve and to oversee your kids um, it's a little overwhelming um, but to Furtick real quick since I just used up that part for for not for him Um if you've never listened to him, you need to take the opportunity to do so. But Frederick talked about a couple of things. Um, one was he talked about your glitch, and we've all got a glitch. But he said, you know, sometimes the glitch that keeps on giving and you don't like it may actually be your greatest blessing that you've got. Something that you've got that's a quirk might be that God's given you that to use that in ministry somewhere, and not necessarily from a formal platform of ministry, but from your pew, <clears throat> from your, your desk at work, from behind the seat of your crane, whatever it is, you have a ministry there. That's what that's what God intends us to do to serve other people. Um, and and two things I'll kind of tie these together and I think we all deal with this is do I have what it takes? You know, do I have what it takes to endure the time, to endure and push through and 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 persevere in my ministry regardless of what it is. And am I qualified? You know, one of the someone told him that he was unqualified and he said thank you. Thank you that you you accused me of being unqualified because Jesus chose 12. And out of the 12 that he chose, none of them were qualified. Thieves, liars, adulterers, murderers. Man, they were a long list of sinners. Thank God I'm one of them too because had he gone and chose those that were already qualified, that would exclude all of us. But he picked the unqualified and then through the cross he qualified us. And that is an amazing thing that we need to grasp hold of and realize that we're all qualified. We've all got a job to do. And, and, you know, maybe your job really is just to smile at that person that walks by you, not to be that sourpuss and not to ignore them, not to not to forget what our purpose is here, but our purpose is to serve. And I think that's the greatest thing that I took from this weekend was, was just that. Thanks.
2: Amen.
3: Um, Lisa Turkhurst was Amy's favorite, and um, I'm just going to talk about her a little bit. Um, she was the lady most of our ladies would remember her from our Bible study that we did a while back. She was awesome. She was so down to earth and so real with us. And yeah, um, <laughs> she does. She floats. We found that out. Um, She was just really, really good. And one of her things, or a lot of her things that she brought out was conflict is going to occur. You're not going to live life without a conflict. Um, But emotions will usually follow that conflict. And whether you're going to push the feelings external and create a little chaos outside, or you're going to push those emotions inward and cause chaos on the inside. So what her thing was, it's going to happen. It is your decision, which way you want to go with it. Um, I'm one who usually pushes it internal. And so my thing is I have Crohn's. That's why, because I usually push things internally. And so it happens. So I think what we should do is push them outward, but we do it with a leadership quality where we're not attacking people when our conflicts occur. We're not attacking them, yet we're sharing with them so that we can make it better. So conflicts are going to occur, and they will occur whenever there's two or more people, regardless, they're going to happen. So the best way to, to deal with conflict is to get it out, discuss it, and move on. So that's what we need here in our ministry. If you have conflict, and you will, I'm sure, get it out, talk it over, and go on, move on. Um, God gave us emotions to enjoy life, not to destroy life. So the emotions that you have are God-given. He gave us those emotions, but they're not to for you to take and use against yourself or others. They're for you to use for your enjoyment. Um, reactions to your emotions um, are determined, the reactions determine our reach. Our reactions to things determine who we can reach. Because if I'm a, a reactor who just flies off the handle and you have what you have, I'm not gonna be able to reach some people. There are gonna be some people who I am gonna be able to reach because they're like that too. And so, you know, I'm gonna meet those people head on. Not really a good scene, probably. Um, Reactions determine our relationships, how we react. And I I took this as husband-wife. How I react to Dennis and how he reacts to me can either cause us to have a loving relation or it can cause hell, basically. Um, Feelings are indicators that something needs to happen. Feelings, whatever feeling that you have is an indicator. It's saying something's going on, something's going on, do something with me. But don't, it's not dictators. It's not telling you you have to do it this way or you have to do it that way. You don't have to do it the way the world says do with your emotions like oh I'm having an emotion of I need love I need love but I don't have to go out and get love from every every other place I get love from the Lord I get love from my husband that's what dictating to you your feelings don't have to do that you don't have to fly off the handle because that's a feeling that you've done that's a feeling that you've seen others do you know Well, my mom flew off the handle and she got mad, so I have to. No, that's not. How did Jesus? That's where the whole cliche statement, what would Jesus do? But it really shouldn't be cliche. It should be a reality. We should, before we react in any way, how would my Lord Jesus react in this situation? And we're all, as Stephen said, unqualified. So therefore, there are going to be times when we we Will react a way we should not, but our Lord and Savior will forgive us, and then we have to go to that person and ask for forgiveness. Um, where you steer, no, where you stare, you will steer. So that means if I put my eyes on something, I'm going there. So if I put my eyes on failure, if I'm a, if I feel like I'm just gonna fail, that guess what i'm gonna fail but if i put myself my eyes on jesus that's where your eyes should be fixed at all times is on jesus you're not gonna fail ever when your eyes are there so just remember wherever you stare you will steer yeah you will i put it backwards on my notes that's the reason i'm having to that don't make sense um and another thing that she, she brought forth was hers was in a story that was hilarious and hopefully one day we'll be able to tell you the story. But it, it took her an hour to tell it, so I'm not going to tell it. Um, always keep your eye on the master. She was in a diving situation and there was a shark that came around. Well, she took her eye off the master and they were all scared. She saved her family. She's the rescuer, but she took her eyes off the master. The master knew that shark wasn't going to hurt them. The master knows so much more than we know. If we keep our eyes on him, we may go through the trial, but guess what? We're going through it. We're not going to get stuck there and have to stay. We're going to get through it with his help. So always make sure that we keep our eyes on. And the other thing is my job is to be obedient, just to be obedient. Whatever the Lord tells me to do, I just have to be obedient. I don't have to wonder how it's going to work out. I don't have to know all the details. And I am a detail person. You can ask my husband, I want to know what what happened, how did it happen? He's not. He's a highlighter. But I'm a detailer. But God doesn't... (laughs) and that's okay, I'm a woman women are detailers, okay men, don't get angry we're detailers but I just have to leave the details to the Lord leave it with Him and He's got it all covered and I don't have to worry about it that's a whole lot easier said than done it really is that's why we have to stare where we steer because my when I don't stare on Him I'm going everywhere But when I keep my eyes on Jesus I know That he's got my back He's got my flanks I'm good It'll be okay
2: I wonder how many this morning She's got Dave Ramsey next Okay So you're not going anywhere And this time you get to pray over everybody How many would be willing to stand with me where you are? You don't have to come here. Stand with me and go, you know what? I wish you could hear the whole story, how that dive master got all over her for bringing everybody up out of the water. He let her know real quick. Who would like to stand with me this morning and go, you know what? I have a tendency to take my eyes off the master. And Robin's going to pray over us. Okay, I'm standing. If I was seated, I would be standing. I'm standing here. I have a tendency at the academy. I have a tendency with my family. I have a tendency in the ministry. I have a tendency as a man. I have a tendency to see things that look like a shark. I'm up and out of there. Okay. She's going to pray over us. Okay. Where did you go? Father God, I thank you for our
3: honesty. I thank you, Lord, that we do have shortcomings and we do sometimes take our eyes off you because that means we're human. But Lord, help us every day to get a little better, every day to put our eyes on you. Today, let's put our eyes on you. Tomorrow, the next day, day by day, Help us, Father God. Help us, Lord. We need your help. We can't do it on our own. And without you, we are complete failures. But, Lord, your promise is that with you, we can do anything. And we thank you for that, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Turn to somebody.
3: Of the day was Dave Ramsey. And when I thought when he was supposed to speak, I'm thinking, okay, he's gonna tell us how to lead with money. No, which was good because I don't like budgets anyway. <laughs> so it made me feel it made me breathe a little bit easier. Um the one thing that are, he brought out a lot of things. He he is a man of wisdom that I mean, he was great. Um, he, he told us the good thing about conferences that are teaching about leadership is it changes your perspective. And it really did. It changed our perspective. When we drove on the grounds of that ministry, and we're not lifting up a ministry because that ministry is in the middle of a cow field. No joke. It is in the middle of a cow field. Um, has absolutely nothing to offer except love and the word. And when you've got love and word, there's not a whole lot more that you really, really need. Um, but these people, it was cold up there. It really was. It was cold, overcast, yucky. And, um, we pull into the thing and everybody's waving and they're smiling and they're like all happy. And it's like, this is not right these people, you know, they're cold. They, they ain't all that happy. And, um, but they were waving and they were like, you know, oh, I mean, one girl, she had the little cone, the little light thing, whatever it is. And she's like directing traffic. And she's like this. I mean, it really, it just made you excited to see if it's that good on the outside, what is it going to be like on the inside? Um, and as Jamie came out, he, We did not open a door. I mean, we really did not. The only door you opened was the stall to the bathroom. The bathroom door, the main door, was open for you. And the major wow at the church, they had chocolate in the bathroom. So nobody knew that you took it and you could eat it. And you could eat as many as you wanted. It was awesome. That is one thing we're going to implement in the church. Um, the other thing that he brought out was you have to have a culture of intentional inspiration. And, um, that basically means that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, your way of life is to just encourage and inspire people just to make it, make life better for somebody. That's your job is to make life better for somebody else. And how much better would life be if everybody took that, that, that way of working? I just thought that was so cool because, I mean, that's basically what those people up there did. They inspired me to get inside because they were so happy on the outside, and it was cold. And I'm out. How are you, how are you happy? How are you even smiling? Maybe their smile was <laughs> Maybe That's what it was. <laughs> um, inspired teams change the world. Oh, no. Inspired Teams change the whole customer experience. So my whole customer experience, which I wasn't really a customer, but if you look at it as a business, um, your whole experience can be changed by one smile that you see when somebody is excited to see you come into a church, come into a place of business. Um, That's what we want here, guys. We want when somebody walks on those grounds to be so excited about church because that's what, I mean, really. As Jamie and I were talking while we were there, we were drug babies. We were drugged to church every Sunday. That's not, these people, people don't have to be drug to church anymore. And if we don't make it exciting for them and make it a place where they want to be, a place where their needs are met, where their whatever they are feeling when they walk in that door is gone when they leave. That's what church is all about. It's not about coming, sitting, singing three church songs, singing, you know, having the word. The word has got to be spoken, or it's not church. I mean, it's if you don't get the word, just feeling good, that is not going to make it happen. You have to have the word inside. To be able to go outside, because if you go outside without the word, you're going to be just like them. But we can be different because we have the word inside ourselves, to where we can take it outside. Um, that was mine. Um, inspiration touches emotions and causes activity. So when we inspire people to be a part of something. Like, if you were selling something, if you, I don't know what premier jewelry, those ladies inspire me to buy jewelry. I mean, they really do. I, I go to a party, I'm inspired because they look good on them. I mean, really? Y'all know. I mean, like, and you watch these commercials and they show these ladies who But they put those things on your eyes, and they do like that. And in 10 minutes, they have no bags under their eyes. That inspires me. I want to buy this stuff, right? I mean, I really do. I haven't done it because I read down below, and it said doesn't work, doesn't do this, so I don't want to spend the money. But that's what it's about. Come to church. Get inspired about coming to church. It's not a drag. It really isn't supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be fun. Our children are supposed to have fun when they come to church. Yes, we teach them the word. We make the word fun. I mean, who wants to come and just sit and not have fun? I mean, we do that every day in our jobs. We don't want to do that when we come to church because we don't have to come to church. We have to go to our jobs, and we have to do that to make a living. But you don't have to come to church. We want people to want to come to church, who want to have people come with them. It's something I want to share with you. You've got to come. It's so exciting. It's so good. And I know I took my 10 minutes.
2: 20, I, pro- I took Hey, let's give these leaders a big round of applause. Can we do that? Awesome. So give me uh, five minutes with uh, Mark Driscoll, and then I'm going to wrap up with Perry Noble he will be last but he was actually the first speaker okay when Mark came out and sat on a stool beside Perry Noble I turned to my wife as he began to speak and I said there's a broken man he's been through a lot in his ministry and from those experiences he shared about the father's heart I want the father's heart to be all over this house all over this community to where people go wow I can really tell they know God they love God they're touched by God so here's some of the highlights that I gathered from the life of Mark Driscoll on that Thursday that he shared he spoke about the importance of living face to face with God face to face with God having an intimate relationship with God he spoke about the nature of God how good it is God's a good God a lot of times we get that wrong but God is in favor of you and God wants to favor you he gave us some advice and he said from the father's perspective and when he said it I nudged my wife and said something to her she knew right away and he said this Learn to go quietly. It's a different Mark Driscoll than it was several years ago. I can always tell when people have been through the storms of life because there's a quietness about them. I can always tell those that have not yet been in the storms. A couple more moments in the life of Mark Driscoll. I looked and I looked and I looked three times and I thought hmm the host pastor the senior pastor is sitting there beside him this really isn't God's house if it's not a house of restoration this must be a house for the fallen for the broken that's from the life of Mark Driscoll And I believe I've got some slides that Joshua is going to put up as I share briefly about the lead speaker, the senior pastor, the host of the conference. The more excellent is the most. The more that we love, we're really capturing the heart of God. Here's one of the quotes from the life of Perry Noble. And it's going to be exciting to see how many of you really desire the most excellent way. Because we're going to provide that book. Not so that you can just have a book, but so that you can begin seeing change in your life and in your environment. And it should be up on the uh, screen for you. If we practice leadership by love, we will become leaders other people actually want to follow. That whole day was captured by the love of God. He took us to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. He being Perry Noble took us there. And he said, everywhere where you see love, put leadership. 1 Corinthians 13. Another quote from the Father's heart. People often want the position, but they won't take the posture that causes them to become a great leader. Yeah. Because the posture is one of being a servant. And we're looking for more who are willing to serve in this house. That's the Father's heart. Then another quote that just really stirred my heart was this one Kindness means that we're more concerned with who a person is becoming rather than with what they're doing. Uh huh. That would change Facebook, wouldn't it? Then one more, and then I want to go to his book and read one quote. Because the Spirit of the Lord just nudged me as we're moving to the close of the service, but an open opportunity for the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. A call to lead is a call to serve and sacrifice. That's the posture. That's what God calls all of us to do. That's the most excellent way, that we're serving, but we know that it's gonna be a sacrifice, but it's well worth that. I wonder across the house this morning, if there are those who'd be willing to say we're not coming here to the front we're just going to stand you're standing in his presence and you're saying I understand the call and I know that it's going to call the most out of me that I live and love at a higher level than I've ever lived before and I'm even willing to sacrifice where I haven't yet sacrificed and I'll even sacrifice again where I've already sacrificed just call me to love at a new level would you like to stand with me this morning I want to serve in the kingdom. I want to be more effective in my home, in our place of business, some given organization, in the body of Christ, which is much bigger than just forward. But God, I want to do it at the highest level. I want to be effective for you. Father, there are many that are standing, not just here, but I believe across the nation going, I really, really want more than anything else, I want to serve out of a heart of love. I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it takes that the kingdom would be established in others as it has been in me. Establish it according to your word. So Father, now I ask in Jesus' name that the benediction of servanthood would rest upon those that are standing and that they will come to leaders and other leaders and say, where may I serve? How can I serve? May it be in our homes, may it be in our schools, may it be in our organizations, may it be in this community, and may this entire region be changed as your kingdom is on display. In Jesus' name, God's people said, amen. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. And then now in the closing moments, we'll see how rich this book is. As you've heard this morning about the most excellent way to lead. How many are already kind of like, I want a copy of that book. Let me see. Awesome. So you're ready to sign up today, right? Okay. Robin, would you hold this for a moment, please? Gosh, Pastor, we're ready for lunch. Come on, man. Can't you figure that out? We're there. We're right there. I want to read these close-out quotes from a chapter. The Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the Apostle Paul gave us these words. Love is not self-seeking. A stronghold is about to be broken in this room. A stronghold that's over this region is about to be broken in this room. Listen closely. I'll read. See if you can find out what that stronghold is. I'm going to give you five statements. And then we're going to let the Holy Spirit do exactly what he wants to do. Didn't know he was going to do this. That's why I follow him. If you have to know everything before you step, you'll never step. My close friend Wade Childers asked me yesterday, Why are you furthering your education? You're so close to where you can. I said, Because the Lord has asked me to. Let me break that down. I'm willing to marry you if I can go to bed and sweep a little bit with you. Now I'll marry you. No, that was great. I enjoyed it, but I'm not marrying you. You're not walking in faith. That's the world we're living in right now. Some of you are looking at me like, What did he just say? If you've got to see God's whole plan for your life before you step, you'll never step. If you've got to have everything about her before you commit yourself to her, you don't deserve her. You understand that? Yep, I'm going to keep bringing it just like that. The Bible says that when they ran Paul out out of the city, he came right back in. Careful what you're running after. Oh, the spirit of the Lord God's about to break a stronghold over this region here they are if people gossip to you then they will eventually gossip about you gossip I'm going to save that last one a true leader loves people enough to confront them in a private one on one conversation a call to lead is a call to serve and sacrifice Jesus was willing to believe in people confront them and give them a second chance this is a house of many chances now the last one gossip <clears throat> gossip <clears throat> must be my throat. <clears> throat gossip doesn't point to the brokenness of another person it points to the brokenness in your own life <clears throat> Spirits over regions in our nation. I've already shared that with Joshua this morning. When you hear someone gossiping to you, they're revealing to you how broken they are, not those who they're gossiping about. Now, let me ask one more time how many would like to have a copy of this at no cost? It's loaded. Every one of our administrators, if there's a way, every one of the district, everyone should have a copy of this. The most excellent way. I want to thank you as the pastor of this house for giving me the privilege to step away from my activities at school to go and learn how to be better. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Because there's the most excellent way And it's through Jesus Christ. Jesus never gossiped, why are we? Let's bow our heads. Because this is a real private moment. It's going to be so private that I don't even want anyone on the platform to be looking. So that means my head's going to be down too. That means my eyes are not going to open. I'm not looking to see. Watch how I raise this prayer this morning. And then Pastor Jamie's going to come and close with a, an announcement and then the benediction. Our heads are bowed across this room, our eyes are closed. Jesus is here in the presence of the Holy Spirit. We're about to make a confession to Him. No one looking around, please. This is one of the most sacred moments I've ever had. As a minister of the gospel. And I will not look up. I give you my word. But here's what it's going to sound like. Jesus I'm going to raise my hand right now. Because I'm broken. And I just found out. I really am broken. Because I struggle. With gossip. Things I put out. On text messages. Things I send by emails. Things that I place on Facebook. Jesus. Not pastor church. Jesus, I'm broken. Jesus, I gossip. And I want to raise my hand to let you know that is not the most excellent way. Take a moment now across this room. Just raising your hand. And there's no one looking around. Not even at the sound equipment area. This is a very private moment with you and the Holy Spirit. And then you may put your hands down and let's pray together. Father, you gave us a great example in your son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you. And we ask that you would forgive us for the things that we've said. Forgive us. We have sinned. we ask in Jesus name that you would cover it with your blood we take authority now over the spirit of gossip and we command it to come down in this region in Jesus name we will serve father we will serve the most excellent way and we will avoid gossip every day we bless this house now and we thank you for an incredible journey that you have permitted us to take I also want to thank you for protection on the road going up and coming back and I thank you for healing Bradley this morning and I thank you he's going to have full recovery and Father we just once again secure and cover every person that stood here for healing today and specifically for Bernadette's mother we thank you I give you praise Christ over cancer and God's people said, Amen
0: Hey a couple of things real quick before we get out of here um, first one anybody leaving here today and, and they're not going to eat lunch for whatever reason everybody going to eat lunch who's going to eat lunch today? you're going to eat lunch? there's a hundred people in here nobody's going to eat lunch anybody in here going to eat lunch raise your hand, you're going to eat lunch okay, next Sunday plan on eating lunch here um, we are going to have barbecue dinners um, available next Sunday for eight bucks it's going to include meat, slaw, beans everything that goes with that and and Bethany will get you a salad um, <laughs> she was either scratching her nose or making a face like I don't eat that I don't know which one it was but it's eight bucks Hey, and all of it goes to the youth to send them to camp um, so rather than just tell you we want your money we're going to tell you we want to feed you and we'll take your money then too because you're not going to eat on cheaper than eight bucks anyway so next week plan on that um, we'll have that ready and available also please 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 do not forget to order your eggs today or, or by Tuesday so we have those in we don't want eggs here after the 20th because they're no good to us then and I can't eat candy and a thousand eggs can't do it um not fit in this shirt ever again so do that also and, and and again we thank you all of us that are up here for bradley and amy we honor you guys and we appreciate the fact that you allowed us to go off this weekend it was uh incredible and uh, we just appreciate the opportunity to serve you here so let's pray and be dismissed god we just thank you for this day for each person that's in this house god i pray a blessing thanks for tuning in to this edition of forward church online At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.